0: What's up, what's happening, welcome to episode 14 of the Yankshaft F1 podcast. Group of American dudes who like watching other dudes drive really fast. Joining me as always from an undisclosed location in the Midwest, we've got Ian.
1: Hello, racing fans.
0: And unfortunately, Johnny Gomes is busy laying concrete in Baltimore today. So it'll just be Ian and I tag team in this one.
1: He's uh, he's working for the man. So just uh, me and me and me and Curdy Boy are holding down the fourth this week.
0: Coming around to give you guys uh, just a little quick preview of the upcoming 2021 Pirelli Formula One British Grand Prix at uh, Silverstone, as we all know. Um, But we've got a pretty interesting week this week at Silverstone because it is the beginning of the F1 testing their new sprint qualifying. And that's going to kind of take up most of the conversation we're having here today. Get into the specifics of it real quick. It's going to be about a third of the length of a normal race, so about 100 kilometers. Uh, traditional qualifying moves to Friday afternoon, uh, and then s- the sprint qualifying race will be Saturday afternoon. Uh, the Sunday Grand Prix remains unchanged. Ian, initial thoughts? I don't like it.
1: I think it's gimmicky. I don't like it. Um, I'm a big fan of practice qualifying race, not practice qualify abbreviated race race so well, we, hey, hey, hey
0: so so again for more f- clarification we're still getting f- fp1 and fp2 there's no fp3 so it will be practice qualifying on friday then practice another qualifying on saturday and then the race on sunday so you're getting practice qualifying then practice qualifying then the race so by your standard i, I don't know i don't like it no i don't I, it's just
1: going to feel like, okay, there's almost two races in a weekend, which I know it sounds like, oh, two races in a weekend. Look at me on my high horse here being a, a Formula One fan. But, no, I, I like the I like the qualifying. I like the qualifying, then having the race, not having that kind of this weird combining. I mean, I think we've said that on previous episodes. It feels like if you did, like, a home run derby before um, a – baseball series or if you had a three-point contest um before imagine the nba finals if one of the games was decided by a three-point contest that's essentially what it is yeah
0: giving (laughs) giving somebody a clear advantage in the traditional game by something that is not inherently part of the the original game
1: yeah so i don't like it um i know you might have different thoughts on this maybe it'll persuade me at once it gets more you know, once it gets going, but from the initial perspective, I think this is something from the fans. I could see them doing this year, not going over well and then dropping, but who knows? I might be completely wrong on this.
0: Yeah. There. And I mean, that's all it is right now is just an idea. Um, They're, they're throwing it out there to maybe see if it works. I think they're planning on doing it at three, three races this year. Sorry. Um, But even like F1 released a promo video earlier in the week, kind of like explaining sprint qualifying and the voiceover at the end of video is like, this is just a temporary thing for the for the 2021 season, but it could forecast where the sport is headed in the future, like all excited. And it's like, OK, they're, they're trying to get people excited about this. But at the end of the day, we'll see how it works. It's it's we'll we'll see. I am choosing to be excited about it. I do see the drawbacks. I understand the hesitancy and why you might not be excited about it. It's not very traditional. It could end up really not adding anything. Like I could very well see this race, like top six qualifiers just end up exactly where they started. And it doesn't really add anything except for it gives uh, another, another part of the rule. It gives uh, whoever finishes P one in sprint qualifying gets three points. P two gets two points and P three gets one point. So now that's kind of my problem with it is that it's, it's affecting the, the championship now where if it was just if it just affected the grid start i could kind of be down with it as like an experimental thing but throwing points into the mix that and as an experiment like i don't know that might be going too far like am i am i, am I crazy
1: no you're not um and it's not a lot of points with you know being like said three two and one um but it's like okay great now we gotta have You know, we're going to have – so Verstappen's point total is going to be crazy. Lewis Hamilton's going to come in second. And then probably, you know, whoever, Bottas, Checo, Norris, whatever, they're going to fight for third. Um, And that's my deal with it, where it's like it doesn't really do anything that's not for the guys already there. Um, I guess maybe this could be somebody where, like, maybe Charles Leclerc, you know, if he had this at Monaco, would he have stolen three points from there? Would he have had six points, including Baku? So I kind of see where it is something that it's like, OK, we because we know I think it's designed to get more drivers like a quote unquote win. But, but I, I don't
0: think Leclerc would have been able to like even win a hundred kilometer race at either of those places like he's a qualifying no, god, but they haven't had the pace no. of the race. And then also
1: it's Are we going to see where you, you know, are you going to mercedes are you gonna sandbag it is red bull not gonna push for stopping what happens if you get into a wreck and sprint qualifying because you're technically racing i mean there's all kinds that's of that's where it
0: could get crazy yeah
1: yeah and that's and while that it could be kind of cool i just I, i'm not a big fan of taking away from the actual race itself and i feel like this is what this does
0: yeah inherently it, it is kind of designed to take a little bit away from the race i again i'm like I, i'm excited for it because it's different and it'll make Friday more exciting um, and, and Saturday a little bit more exciting. I think at least the first time, like I'm excited to watch the, the first sprint qualifying race, but yeah, I don't know. And, and test doing it at Silverstone. I just, I, I don't know. I feel like there might be some action in the midfield. There might be someone who qualifies 11th that then ends up finishing the sprint race and eighth. And like, that's kind of cool, but like, I don't know how much it really matters again. Like hopefully these yeah. questions kind of all get answered, but I, right now I, totally see why you're not very excited for it.
1: No, I'm not.
0: Um, I guess the, the only other, uh, rule changes that I haven't already gotten into, um, no mandatory pit stop, um, for the sprint qualifying race. Um, so it's just, it'll be like roughly 30 minutes, again, a third of the length of the, the normal race, uh, no mandatory pit stop, uh, no mandatory tire changes. And you've got free choice of tires this week so there there are a lot of rules kind of it kind of changes the tire allocation for teams and normally if you make it to q3 uh whatever tire you set your fastest lap on in q2 that's what you got to start the race on in this format everyone's going to have free choice of tires so that'll be kind of interesting just to see everyone kind of get their pick whereas like a team like ferrari we've seen them they have to qualify on the softs to make it through to q3 but then they end up kind of struggling once we get kind of into the middle of the race. So that, that could be fairly interesting. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Any, any thoughts on like how this might, might actually affect anything with the tires or just kind of a.
1: No, because I mean, I think a lot of them are going to run the same strategy anyway. Um, I think they're mostly all going to either pick soft or hard or, you know, depending on the weather and the race and the condition, I don't think you're going to see too much variation. I mean, you already kind of don't in the races anyway. Um, unless there's a team like Tari that just goes completely off the record. Praying for rain, and they send out their drivers on hards, and they get, they just
0: yeah. They so fall back. And, and, and just to clarify here, I'm sorry, I, I misspoke. So and this wasn't, uh, this is uh, should have been obvious. Everyone is going to be on soft tires on Friday qualifying, and then it's free choice from there. But everyone was going to be doing that anyway. I just wanted to clarify. Yeah, that. And, yeah, and th- and that's and that's the
1: thing where it's like, I mean, we can we could give these guys a bunch of sorts of tires, but most of them are going to end up, you know, 90 percent of them are going to choose the same path and have the same strategy for like a race where there's no pit stops you can use whatever tires you want and it's good weather i mean it's, so i don't know i think it's a gimmick um i think it's designed to get more people to tune in i think it's designed to see because i you got to think about if you're formula one your viewership probably starts off small from practice because it's usually on a weird time people can't watch your qualifying is not as much it's during the day on a Saturday, typically, or a Saturday morning again. Again, kind of goes up. And then the races, you're big. Everyone tunes in, all your sponsors. This will help make more money for the sport, I think, because you're going to have probably more people tune in for these sprint qualifying races because it is a race, evidently. And, you know, whether or not – I'm just curious to see, like, had we not had the COVID whole situation of last year, would they still have implemented this in? Because I just see this as a race, I see this as a way for me one to try to get more sponsorship and more viewership before the race, where it's not where the where people don't always say, okay, well, you know, Leclerc finished fifth in qualifying. I didn't watch it, but he finished great, cool. Let's go watch the race on, on Sunday. This is gonna be, well, let's watch sprint qualifying race thing on Saturday and the race on Sunday too.
0: Well, they, so they, they'd been experimenting with this. Like they, they did it in in F2 last year um, having like two races per weekend. There was a a sprint race and then like a reverse grid race that was worth fewer points, but having like two races per weekend. So they've been toying with this idea for a while to try to kind of make the entire weekend more exciting. Um, Again, we'll kind of see, see what happens. I can honestly see it going either way. It could be kind of a complete dud. And again, we're going to get it probably two more times this year. Um, We can't judge it just based on one race because, as we've seen in F1, any one race can suck. But
1: Yeah. If you want to make this exciting, and this is going to sound off the wall, but (laughs) you do the race Saturday morning is the actual race. You probably qualify Friday, practice Thursday-ish, race Saturday morning, then do the race backwards on Sunday morning. (laughs) That's going to blow people's minds. It's going to be – you're going to get viewership – out the wazoo if you just do something yeah. crazy like that versus some like weird like oh, okay like
0: forget the reverse grid race we want the reverse track race the next yes day. That's... not grid we want
1: the reverse track so it's like oh you've seen monaco well how about monaco backwards because i bet you haven't seen that before and that would that would create some viewership also probably super dangerous that would create so some safety a, hazards yes yeah, there's numerous safety hazards here um yeah but if that's what you're trying to do, and create more sponsorship, more viewership, and generate those dollar bills, give me the race backwards.
0: Yeah, I want I just, I want a bunch of of creative minds in a room just bouncing ridiculous ideas off the wall.
1: There's no bad ideas in brainstorming, and that is definitely an idea.
0: All right, I agree. Um, getting into our, I guess, predictions for Silverstone, getting away non ridiculous.
1: From- portion of the podcast
0: yeah, yeah well i don't know i don't know have you seen uh john we got johnny Gomes's prediction coming in so don't don't, don't speak too soon yeah uh so uh yeah uh racing silverstone this week johnny's hot takes we'll just get into this uh his prediction was uh three words uh if we have any british viewers out there they'll appreciate this it's coming home and then uh he sent a gif of lando norris so I assume that means Johnny is taking Lando Norris to win this race is the only way I can take it.
1: Which I would love that, which is fantastic. It would be great for Lando, great for McLaren. British guy coming home. Dream situation. I don't know how you can watch the last race and think that Lando Norris can hold off anything. Man, I don't know. Maybe maybe Hamilton and Verstappen running into each other and Norris runs away with it. Um, but that's not if that
0: happens. Good on you, Johnny.
1: Good on you. Yeah, then either you're somehow involved, or just that was yeah. go buy a lottery ticket. But uh, no, that's it's not going to happen. Um, hopefully, Norris can maybe finish another podium again. Um, but it's my prediction this week, uh, same as last week. I think it's going to be a Hamilton pole, and then Verstappen will win the
0: race. So. My boring take is I'm going double max again because I just, that Honda engine is so good. It's such Man's a fast circuit. Yeah. Five wins on the boot, as they say for uh, red bull here in a row. I just, I'm going double max. I don't, I just, the, that car is too good. And there was a quote I wanted to get from Lewis Hamilton this week. Uh, somebody uh, journalist asked him because they do have some upgrades this is their last like planned upgrade um for the 20 2021 car. And they asked him whether he thought it was going to be enough to bridge the current gap to Red Bull. And he says, quote, not really. It is definitely not going to make up the time. There's a long way to go, but we cannot match Red Bull at the moment. We will do our best, but it is definitely going to be tough. I know that they're sandbaggers, and I know that they're, Lewis always plays it close to the chest. But... They are the
1: king of sandbags. But that's the kings of sandbag.
0: God. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I shouldn't no, that's, put any well, weight in those comments. Well, well what's all, also
1: but... what's he supposed to say? Like, if he comes out and says, yeah, you know what? Our car is awesome now. It's better than Red Bull. I'm probably going to beat Verstappen. You're right. You're,
0: and you're right. And then he comes out and he gets second. And he's like, oh, Lewis
1: Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton comes out and says, oh, my God. Red Bull's car is so good. You see, I mean, you see this all the time. You got me
0: this questioning car. my pick now. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's, Lewis of Hamilton. course
0: he was going to say that.
1: Yeah, like, obviously. Yeah. So maybe it bridges the gap. Maybe it helps them out with some straightaways. I still don't see it. I think once, I think Verstappen and Red Bull is on a roll right now, and I think they're going to roll in Silverstone. Uh, but if there was a race where Lewis Hamilton was going to, you know, pull off some seven-time world champion magic and beat um, beat Verstappen, it would be Silverstone, and I'm sure all the uh, British commentators would love that.
0: Well, he's only won six of the last seven races there, so you know, <laughs> it does feel like if there's somewhere where it's going to happen, it could be that. Man, Red Bull. I think this is, this is the first week I've talked about this on previous episodes that I just want a competitive title race. I just want it to come down to the last week, the last corner, if possible. I just want drama. So I've been like contemplating after rooting against Mercedes year after year here for the last few years. You for Mercedes? Not I was rooting for them. I'm all in on Mercedes this week. This is the first week where I, it's not a question. I'm not wondering I'm, I'm rooting for Mercedes this week. I hope they're back. And I'm picking I'm picking double max, but I will be all in on Lewis Hamilton this week. And you know what? It feels kind of good. It feels kind of good being able to, to root for the GOAT like that. Yeah.
1: Um, until Verstappen wins a world championship. I'm not going to I'm still gonna root go for Team Red Bull. Um Mercedes has won what three, four in a row, if not more. Um, oh, it's
0: like seven, isn't it? Exactly.
1: Yeah. So um I'm not there yet for the Mercedes underdog story, fair. but I <laughs> mean, if, if Lewis Hamilton's going to Seven win,
0: seven-time defending champion, it's <laughs> the underdog. If, if Lewis Hamilton's going to win at Silverstone, you know what? I could look at that, and good for him. He should. Fair enough. My my other predictions, uh, kind of off the wall. As you know, the Max was the boring part. Um, I think we're going to see a uh, a bounce back from Esteban Ocon this week. I don't really have any evidence to back that up. It's just been so bad since he signed that contract that like horrible oh. it has it, this, this has to be the week. I'm, I'm going to bet on that. Um, I'm betting Kimi Raikkonen in the points, which again, last week I said I've been betting every week because he finishes 10th or 11th every single week. Um, but I will say that the Alfa Romeo <laughs> showed a lot of pace. I think that engine has a decent amount of power. I think they might actually be slightly better in the straights on certain tracks than the Ferrari. Um, because of some of the suspension stuff. And I think it's going to be a big week for Alpha Tower.
1: Watch out. There we that. go.
0: The Honda engine. I think this is a, this is, this is going to be a big week. I think they're just going to come out. I I'm predicting Lando Norris is the other half of this. Lando Norris isn't going to be outside the top five. And I think Pierre Gasly is slide, slide his way maybe into, into that five spot thoughts
1: um well first thing is that Ocon having a rebound week i mean the man's been so bad if he just gets ninth that's a rebound week exactly. so I, I i'll buy that one um the tower love would like to see that as well um maybe a gasly i'm not sure he's gonna be fifth but i could see like a Sonoda 10th Gasly six, yeah.
0: Seven. Like a 10-6 was honestly what was yeah. exactly like a 6-10, 7-10, ten, ten,
1: somewhere in that range. I could see maybe, yeah, maybe best case seven, nine. I could see that.
0: Um Raikkonen? Not this week. Mm, no, he's gonna that's, be that's el- the, I'm sticking some. I'm sticking my guns here, man. 11 or 12. You versus me. Um,
1: in the points this week. I think we're gonna see another good week out of Carlos Sainz. I think he's kind of finding a groove there. I think we're gonna get a top six finish out of Carlos Sainz. I think Danny Rick's going to struggle again, putting him probably right at seventh. And I think Leclerc is going to, I think we're going to see a Norris four or five Leclerc signs Ricardo, as far as the, which is what I've been through the most, the uh, Ferrari and McLaren battle there. So that's my prediction this week.
0: I have been, I kind of intentionally avoided talking about Ferrari because they showed a lot of straight line speed at times this year, but I don't know they don't really seem very enthused about silverstone so i don't know what to make of them i think that we could see something similar where like they struggle to make it out of q2 or don't make it to q3 at all or i could see Leclerc pulling out fifth like i really don't know so i was just kind of avoiding having to make a take i am
1: buying i'm buying carlos signs because he's looked he looked very good after last week and i'm thinking he's kind of hitting a he's kind of i think he's i think he's found his groove with ferrari um and he's going to be fifth. And the guy we've not talked about at all is Checo, who I, I'm seeing a ride around. I think we're going to get a podium again for Checo.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sitting here saying that, like, it should be, like, sign, seal, delivered, win for Max Verstappen because the car is so good. But part of that is also Max Verstappen, which we're kind of discounting. We've got Checo Perez, also a great driver, in the same car. Like, mm-hmm. I, he should I, – I, I think this should be a week, I hope – where we see Checo just kind of start to finish have a clean race like we were expecting, qualifies well, races well, doesn't get into trouble, and we just kind of see a, a fairly straightforward finish from Sergio Perez this week. That's that's what I'm hoping for and mostly what I'm expecting. Kind of like are, are the drama, sir?
1: I kind of like the Checo drama though. I kind of like I kind of like watching Checo just overcome the. I, I, enjoy, I really enjoy, it. obviously, the, the drivers who are supremely talented and very good cars, for Verstappen, Hamilton, I mean, Bottas to a certain extent, Checo. When they kind of have some early race trouble and it's like, oh, you know, Leclerc, Bottas, he's fallen back to 18. How will he ever come back? And then Great watch them slowly creep up. Um, so I kind of like seeing a little bit of adversity there. Maybe that could happen for Verstappen. That would be kind of fun, but um, no, we'll see. And I think Silverstone is going to be a good, good race. I don't think it's going to be anything too outrageous. I think we're, I think we're pretty spot okay. on with our Verstappen, Hamilton, probably Checo is the podium.
0: Um, but as always, the midfield is what we're going to watch. And that's where all the action happens. So hopefully it's a good week this week. If I have to spice up my, my podium race winner take, I will go Max, Checo, Hamilton as my podium in that order. That's all spice it up a little
1: bit. In the efforts of spicing it up and calling the, for our betting listeners, who is the first driver, if there is one, to not finish the race this week?
0: Nicholas the TV. That's that's. That, there's that. my take. Always, also, always I'm, I'm I'm putting a. A few doll hairs on George Russell getting in the points. I wasn't confident enough to say anything about it. I was going to say. My predictions, but I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it. and I'm willing to jinx it right here. No. This, this has to be it. They're so frustrated. It's at home. Doesn't, I feel like they've, doesn't they had have to enough. have built the car for this circuit, man. They have to have a setup for Silverstone.
1: No, they don't. I, I think best case scenario, he's probably 14th. I not I don't like George this week. I don't I think Latifi you're right with probably have issues. Um I'm I'm thinking we're gonna not to not to rag on him more, but I think we're gonna have another uh, Nikita Maspan fun spin out this week. Just kind of feel like we're due for one. A lot
0: of high speed corners, you know, he's gonna hit the throttle too early on exit, you know. Yeah, like, um,
1: so I mean, I'm me not, playing not- F
0: one, yeah. Gonna I'm not as it.
1: high. I'm definitely higher on the quote-unquote faster cars this week, which again sounds stupid. Um, but if you have straight line speed, you're gonna you're gonna do well at Silverstone, and I don't think that's what the Williams car is.
0: Yep, I think uh, I think the Ferrari. I think Ferrari picks up some points on McLaren this week. That's my my agreed. prediction.
1: I agreed. Yeah. I, I like I said. I, I think um I think we're gonna we're gonna get the same. The Norris signs leclerc ricardo in some order but that's how they're
0: going to finish all right that's all that's all we got for you uh we'll tune uh tune back in next week uh for a recap of the british grand british grand prix pirelli 2021 at silverstone and uh, previewing the next race from the hungaro ring and just to clarify dean's mom Marilyn is not from belgium uh she is in fact from north carolina for anyone who was confused last week that's all <laughs> we got follow us on twitter at yankshaft f1 follow me at c bottoms underscore we
1: still love our belgian listeners though
0: still we love you still guys love you, we belgium. see you